Hello, Solutionaries. Welcome to the Awaken Sponda podcast. I am your hostess with the mostess, Arlen Ruddy. Thank you for joining us and thank you for tuning in. If you are new to the podcast, Awaken Sponda is a platform that's dedicated to supporting those on their spiral to wholeness through sharing stories, wisdom, and knowledge that can be directly applicable for generating and creating more energetic freedom within the self. Here we make the unconscious conscious daily, so if you are down with that sort of thing, then you may want to stick around and see what we got in store. In today's episode, we are talking to Kyrie, the hood mystic. Kyrie is an author, an educator, a creator, and an astrologer, and just a really beautiful soul, and we are super excited to have him back today. Uh, We did a previous podcast with uh, Kyrie, however, the audio was a little off, so unfortunately, um, it was a little grainy, but we're hoping to make up for that today um, and just reiterate some things to do with sidereal and also with the nakshatras and also just an open conversation on what, what spirit wants to bring forth. So let's get into it. What's up? I'm here. Sorry about that. That's okay. Is it sounding okay on your end? Yes, 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 yes. All right. Let's do this. This time it's going to be clear. Yeah, <laughs> We're going to bring some clarity. <laughs> say, yes. Yes, yeah. Clarity to the message. Whatever that may be <laughs> today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, how, how you feeling? I'm actually doing well, you know. I got very good energy today. Uh, so feeling good, productive, um, doing things that I didn't think that I would have had the energy to do, but have more than enough energy to do all the things that I planned on doing. So I'm in that energy. That's awesome. It's a good mm-hmm. feeling. Yes, yeah, it is. Absolutely. Yeah, I just did a training this weekend and that was, man, like at first I didn't know I was seriously going into it. Like I had some things come up. <laughs> some wild yeah. things, just little dramas and stuff um, kind of sporadically shot up. And yeah. uh, I'm like, here I am getting ready to go into this training with these people and like give them this transformative palette. <laughs> and like, I'm like, all right, spirit, what? It's it's all you. Like, I don't even know. But it, I managed. I ended up having more energy, gaining more energy. And it was just beautiful. Mm-hmm. But, but it was. Mm hmm. It's do you find sometimes when you're doing things like you're doing something, you know, I think I feel like it always comes with transformation work. But when you're doing that something powerful, it's like all of a sudden, like these like these lower vibrations just kind of like show up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's a, that, but, you know what they say, right? Um, when a, when a equal when a positive force is applied. The mm-hmm. equal or even more powerful negative force is yeah. applied, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you gotta kind of prepare for mm-hmm. the mishaps because if you like building relationships or building teams, uh, mm-hmm. it's good if everything is good. But then when things are bad, what we tend to notice is that the team falls, the relationship is over, and from my perspective, it's usually because. We don't listen to that old school new edition, you know, can you stand the rain, right? 
like that's a very important aspect to all things like because there's no guarantees but having the proper energy and a proper mindset to say if bad things do occur i'm going to be prepared for it uh that is probably the key to manifestation that many people leave out right because say for instance a person has a goal right and it's like whatever happened to that goal you were talking about well this bad thing happened and you know, I just kind of threw it by the wayside. And it's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's just the end of your dreams then, I guess. <laughs> what we're going to do next, you know? And it's just, it's, it's kind of disheartening a lot of times if you don't pay attention to it. Yeah, absolutely. I think, yeah, as we do the work, we, we, it's like there's a certain wisdom that comes with that and 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 I was listening I was listening to something you were talking about the other day um on the, the sex and spirituality talk and mm -hmm. you were talking about my favorite thing and you're talking about foundation and fundamentals mm -hmm. and you just said it you basically just said everything I was thinking it's it's the preparation like if you're not prepared when these things happen you just you know <laughs> where are you going to go with it you know you, you go up or you just you crumble you know, and, uh, right. And sometimes you don't prepare, you don't know, and then you respond. That's cool. Right. right. But you don't want to sometimes people, it feels like they normalize, like I'm just going to be in this relationship with this guy or this girl. And as long mm -hmm. as things are fine, cool. First sign of trouble. I got my track shoes in my backpack or in my purse. So, <laughs> it, you know, so it's like <laughs> this is how we're dealing with things. Right just yes. running and we're not yeah. actually we don't have any fundamentals we don't have any foundation we're literally looking for the best possible situation and scenario and when it's not that we have no recourse and i personally think that's like not a good thing right <laughs> like i think that's yeah. a way to deal with people and build relationships or even fill out a job application to whereas like okay when the job gets tough, you're just going to leave the job. And it's just like, I see that yeah. so often that it's just it's super weird. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I mean, it's the going, uh, that's the going, I don't say the going rate, but that's the going, right. like, that's what people do, you know? Right. right. They, yeah. dump, they dump you when it gets hard. So that's not cool, though, at the end of mm -hmm. the day. Yeah, absolutely. So what would you say, like, if I was to ask you, like, um, what would help, like, people, you know, set their foundations or start to prepare in, in some way, just in light, you know, in mm -hmm. general, what would you, what would you, what's the first thing that the beginning, up? the beginning and the end, right? <laughs> right. At the same time, right? Never, like, never go into things with an abstract ending, right mm -hmm. period mm -hmm. even when you are in business they like when you like go to a real school that's teaching you about business plans a majority of that time they'll be talking to you about exit strategy exit strategy exit strategy and you're like for what right because <laughs> if your business doesn't have a plan your business will it won't it can't actually grow if you really yes. think about it. so it's very important to know how, what's the end of this relationship. Like, mm -hmm. would you, like, like for me and my wife, the end of our relationship is when one of us transitions, right? <laughs> that's, that's when our relationship is over in this yeah. realm. But even past that, 
I personally feel like we'll be together in another round. Like, you know, I hope that we right. transition together, right? That's my dream. Right. But overall, like, when we come to our business, when it comes to our children, mm -hmm. I want intelligent, smart children that can critically think for themselves, that have strong survival skills. I want my boys to be strong. These are all intentions that I have discussions with my wife. So how are we going to do that? They go karate two days a week. Um, they're, we homeschool. They have to study four hours a day, right? And this is all based upon our family structure. Like, yeah. like it's every, we talk about everything. <laughs> it's literally no rock should be unturned in the realm mm -hmm. of relationships. So it's like, all right, how long should it be before we should, like nine months to a year? Because think of all of the things that you actually have to figure out about this person. And everybody has, I have a conversational self-reflection thing that I can say about myself, but I also know that there's things that I can't even verbalize about myself, right? You're just going to have to see it <laughs> when it happens. And then we'll yeah. respond to that. So giving yourself enough time to learn and like really- yeah learn a person is how you build that foundation and from that point mm -hmm. you say all right what are we actually doing now so when you decide like we're dating versus getting married right that's the marriage is we know exactly what we're doing in life i know that she right. wants to be a ballerina i want to be a football player and this is our support <laughs> structure this is the time that we have to ourselves you kind of crazy, right? So I'm going to give you a crazy <laughs> space. Like everything, right? Because when yes. you see these things, it's like, where's my track shoes? <laughs> but if you just <laughs> sat with a person, you would, you would evolve into understand that person if you just were patient. So it's like pre, right. it's like the architectural understanding, like we have to figure out just start we just have to get a feel for each other no planning no nothing and then once you say okay we're going to take it seriously we know exactly the end of yeah. our relationship because a relationship and being by yourself is two separate things when you by yeah. yourself you can kind of wing it go you know pick flowers but when you in a relationship <laughs> everything you do is reflected upon your partner whether you like it or not and if you don't have the basis of that pisses me off, right? And you just feel like, you know, I don't care if it pisses you off, but it's like a relationship. You can't just say that you don't care and then you love a person at the same time. Literally, it's you becoming one. So it's best to know exactly <laughs> what you want yeah. to do versus I don't really want to move to the country. I absolutely right. want to live in the country. So that's a horrible relationship at that precipice like at that root foundational point y'all have two separate ideals for y'all lives it's better to discuss that early <laughs> as opposed yeah. to just going two years and saying well i really hate this country living i want to move back <laughs> to the city you probably right. wasted two years without actually having a conversation so i would say yeah. knowing exactly what you want without compromise mm -hmm. because if That's you compromise good. with the person you're just saying, I don't care about my happiness. Exactly. And <laughs> it's really... No point for that. 
Yeah, there really isn't. I mean, I think that's part of the, <clears throat> you know, preparation, you know, that's why you don't just, I mean, I see people out doing, you know, I, I observe a lot. And so, you know, obviously I, I see people around me. It's like, everybody, I just, everybody wants to date. Everybody wants to do all these things and like do all these people and have free sex and like, you know, mm -hmm. this and that. But then it's like, <laughs> but it's like, where are you preparing for anything? Where have you figured out who you are and what you got going on? You're just out making messes, basically, right? Period. Period. Like, because yeah. imagine sex being the portal for all spirituality. Yeah. Like, even in a simplest sense, like, when you think about sex, you're thinking about something that is transformative in its performance. It's not mm -hmm. something that you can just get at the store. It's very special. However, yeah. if you what is what is really about is sexual communication. That's what it's yeah. truly about. Because sex like, is so beautiful and magical, yes. but we're not even talking, right? We're just <laughs> doing it, right? And mm -hmm. it's like we have this capability to feel great, to transcend our emotional complexity through sex not the not the actual act but the conversation right. yes i love that you know that. it's so powerful to just build a trust and a confidence in your partner through i i don't like this and this is what i truly like you know and yeah. How can I accommodate you? How can I please you? You know, uh, what is the flow to this thing? Can we just stand in each other's presence and be intimate as we exp explore each other's depths? Because in a marriage, uh, what you notice is that, well, what I've noticed is that my wife had unhealed trauma. Yes. Like, I've had unhealed trauma. Uh, yeah. But the only thing that, provoked it is our presence in holding space to say what's that i'll tell you i'll tell you a quick story um the whole reason that i got onto this kick was it came from a dream and mm -hmm. it was a dream about my wife with another man and i seen the man very clearly so i described the man to her and mm -hmm. that man was somebody that was let's just say he violated, right? My wife. And I seen yeah. that. I seen that, right? But yeah. she never told me, right, about yeah. it. So me saying, it's this guy that looks like this, he was wearing this, and y'all was in, y'all was consummating your relationship. And she said, mm -hmm. oh, oh, wow. That was the guy that, you know, when I was in college, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, um oh my god that's crazy like why didn't you tell me but also let's talk about this let's explore this because this is hidden in the yes. precipices of our being and we need to bring this out because uh -huh. I, I love you right I'm here mm -hmm. for you but sometimes when we're not intimate and we're not having sexual communication so let's just say the act of sex is something that we're doing but the trauma is the same modality, it's the same function. 
So you have a traumatic sexual experience and you also have a beautiful sexual experience. But the traumatic sexual experience, if not communicated and worked through, it's tainting yeah. our experience, whether we know yes. it or not, whether we have the communication for it or not. And it's very important for people in partnerships to explore these things. Yes. Because this is the person that you actually are doing these things with. So who better than to have the converse, the communication with and um, actually move past it? Uh, it's very important to say, say, for instance, you say, well, I don't want to have this conversation because my partner may judge me. Well, why would you have a partner that judges you? <laughs> like, yes. how does that work? <laughs> I know. I know. No, that's, yeah, that's, you said something about that yesterday, and it's something I know clearly, but it's so funny how we, like, it's just, you know, why would you be with anybody you wouldn't feel, like, you got to be 100% honest, and if they run for the hills, then that was, praise God, you know, (laughs) Yeah. Because your proof is not going to be absolved by a person's reaction. That's right. It is. Yeah. As quick as we can get comfortable with our truths, our traumas, our violations, the better yeah. our relationships will be if our relationship is rooted in love. That's what I explained to my wife. I love you. And mm-hmm. I've actually been trained and initiated into loving a woman. So when I say that, it's not no specifics that you can do to make me turn my back on you. Right, because yeah. it's, it's, it's not about that. It's about showing you love and showing you something in reference to being spiritual, right? Like, mm-hmm. so in my understanding, when I'm activating my spiritual energy, I'm connecting to the infinite. And mm-hmm. I give a lot to a lot of people. But what really brings me the truest joy is when I'm able to give to my wife. And I'm not like, well, I gave you this. Where is mine in return? I'm, <laughs> I'm intentional for years about providing and giving to this woman because mm-hmm. that's what my spirituality has evolved into. Like, I truly, truly believe that I can and I will and I do. Mm-hmm. And it's it's more energy that I ever thought I could possibly muster. She drives me and builds me up because I want to provide for her, right? But this Mm -hmm. is spiritual love. It's not about (laughs) what she's doing or what she's not doing or what she looks like or what she doesn't look like, what she's been through. Everything is wiped off the table the same way as God would love a human being. God's Mm -hmm. not loving the perfect people. He loved people with mistakes that mess up whatever. It's not even a fact of judgment. It's just pouring into this person and mm-hmm. the feeling that I get from pouring into this person. So all of that to say, uh, having a real relationship with a partner, you're going to uncover some nasty stuff. <laughs> and, and if you ain't prepared for that, and if you're saying, well, when I do get to the nasty part, I'm going to be triggered or I'm going to be run or I'm right. Run, then you're probably <laughs> not ready for anybody. Right. That's so it. Yeah. Got to be prepared for the trauma 
in the negative energy so you can work through it because you love 100%. this person, quote unquote, you know, I want to yeah. be with you and all of this. And then you quote, you, you quote, copulate with each other. So there's like, um, like the fine print <laughs> when you have yeah. sex with a woman is a lot of fine print you gotta work through her traumas you gotta heal the past energies you gotta pour into her you gotta support so, and it's like oh why do i gotta do yeah. all that because you yeah didn't read the so it's kind of like yeah 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 it's like a it's so beautiful what you're saying um and, and hearing it from a man is really beautiful um because <laughs> I, I hear a lot of responsibility in it. It's like, you know, that that's what I think people forget is there's the responsibility to mm-hmm. all of it, really, on both ends. It's not everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's it. Everything. Yeah. We're spiritual beings. We're advanced beings. So the part of it is being responsible and not like the hardest part. It's not blaming people for my iniquities and my troubles and my trauma. But taking mm-hmm. responsibility spiritual spiritually to correct things that irritate me. <laughs> That's the hardest part. It's it. All itself. <laughs> you can do it though. I, I truly know that you can actually take responsibility for the negative and the positive. Yeah. Yeah. So you you mentioned this is something that has come up a couple times to me recently. So, uh, but you, you said it too. Is it was um, I don't remember exactly what you said, but it was. Um, to do with you have to love and, and there's a love loving and bonding and there is like the mm-hmm. difference of loving and bonding like when you're you know what I'm does yeah, that make talking, sense yeah, yeah talking to my wife I advanced that thought it's the uh-huh. difference between connection and attachment yes spontaneity and obligation and you know and the reality is that you can't shirk off obligation you can't shirk off attachment but you can't shirk off connection too so Mm -hmm. in order to establish connection we have to really strive for purity within ourselves to be connected and present with our partners because it's so easy to say it's tuesday it's time for you to do um the grocery shopping right (laughs) it's your responsibility to rub my feet and you ain't rubbing my feet and it's just like all of the tension and energy and that is an attachment and mm-hmm. the attachment is there because you know we're attached to each other however it does not have to be toxic we can always strive to look yeah. at our partners like who are you again like you know role playing mm-hmm. and stuff like that uh being <laughs> able to be new and connected like all right like it might sound crazy to say but your partner y'all should just be like let's meet at a bar or something like because say Uh for instance if you don't do that and but you like doing stuff like that you like you like the fact of like going to hang out and meeting the chick at the bar what if your (laughs) wife did that right she put on a wig or and it sounds crazy but (laughs) it's easy to be attached it's harder to build a connection with people i get it (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm like, you know, I, I've always seen it like that. And it's in a way like, you know, in my, you know, in my preparation. So when I think about these things, I'm like, there's so many ways to make life creative and fun and yes. even relationally to keep it like fresh. It and fresh. Yes. New. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just, being, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, 
it's just really not that difficult. I think it's people, not. I think are now <laughs> we make it difficult in our little human minds, but it really isn't that difficult. It's actually, I think, more exciting and thrilling in my mind <laughs> at this yeah. point or in my at heart. At this it's point, like, yeah, at this point yeah. in my life, it feels more yeah. natural to be new and fresh and spontaneous, period. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's expansive, you know. It's 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 all expansive, and it, you know, you're still. And if you have that um, that foundation, like like I said, like you were saying, um, you know, you're healing that you're you're continually healing, you're continually doing the work. It's not like it, you know, it never ends. But you can make it beautiful. It doesn't have to be this tragic drama, or you know. Absolutely not. We have to really learn how to communicate and be able to like use our communication as a sword. Because think about it, tongue is a sword, right? Words, Uh anagram for sword, right? So think about that where you speak in your authentic truth and people are running for the hills. That's (laughs) actually what's supposed to happen. We try to manipulate our truth to attract people and bring people in but right. you got to start to think of your truth as a sword that's going to cut and trim the fat of people who don't mean you well oh i love that yeah you're so right there that's mm-hmm. right on yeah and i really think like sitting still you know it's just sitting still long enough and, and even like it relationally sitting still with somebody instead of you know like but of course it's you know somebody in the same vibe you know in the same trajectory um mm-hmm. but just sitting with it and not like you know it's the same as sitting with self you know but if you have never sat with self then you, you're probably not gonna you ain't gonna be able to figure it out you know you, you're making me think about something in reference to vibration and relationships mm-hmm where mm-hmm. a, if a partner is low vibe and another partner is high vibe, then that's the mm-hmm. issue, right? So we can't mm-hmm. sit with each other. Like if you're a low vibrational yeah. person, you're like, let's go out, let's have fun. I want to do this. I want to do that because I need to constantly uh, have my attention stimulated because my vibratory frequency is low. So <laughs> in relationships, we need to figure out how to keep the vibrations high. I, I yeah. really strive for couples to go out into nature together, right? Take walks oh, in the right. park, state park energy, like beaches, yeah. rivers, because so I honestly true. know that me and my wife bonded and connected it completely in and through nature. And really mm-hmm. nature is like free for real too. So it's like, you can save money. Like you like, well, let me take you out on a date <laughs> to a restaurant if you right. really love her, you would take her to the forest and walk with her because that is that's it. Minutes into nature, your your photosynthesis and your brain triggers into a whole different frequency and vibration. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. People are in that energy. It's not even like we're sitting in the same space. We can walk in the same space, climb in the same space. We're just <laughs> one in nature. I feel Mm -hmm. as human beings disconnected from nature, it's always going to be up and down. It's always going to be parasitic because we are hurting if we don't know where to get our sustenance from. So it's always these things like, let's go out, let's have fun, let's do this. And it's like high vibe, low vibe. Right. Contrast. Yeah. You you triggered that. Keep Mm -hmm. the vibes high in your relationship. Yeah. Keep it balanced, right? Mm-hmm. 
keep it yeah. keep it flowing <laughs> keep it so flowing important. so important yeah um so somebody asked me this the other day uh when i did a podcast and i thought i would ask you it's a real simple question <laughs> but um so it's like, if, if, like, what do you, what would you say um, the solution for, for, you know, humanity in the state that it, it is, it's in, what would you say the solution right now would be for humans? Ooh, such a, such a powerful question. <laughs> and, and it's like, I got to an answer uh, and whatever. I got to an answer. So I'll answer it. Because <laughs> um, it's like, it's one of those things that I was saying in 2020, mm -hmm. like the beginning of 2020, mm -hmm. uh, I was doing like some ast astrological uh, observations. And I noticed that Pluto was transiting uh -huh. from Sagittarius to Pluto. I mean, from Sagittarius to Capricorn and serial mm. astrology, and it was on the cusp. And I said, okay, what does this look like? And I know that Capricorn is Saturnian and psychic. And I felt like human beings, a large percentage of them, absolutely have souls. Mm -hmm. And human beings absolutely cannot identify their souls to save their lives. Literally to save their lives, they could not identify and picture and have a context and a concept for their living soul. And they are that. They are the soul for which they they are, right? So <laughs> yeah. when the turn of 2020 came, I put out a video and I had the Kermit the Frog meme. And I said, 2020, shadow work is necessary. <laughs> You need to be motivated by your soul or else it's going to get crazy out here in these streets. <laughs> I was watching a lot of shows, man. I watched The Leftovers for three years and I said, oh, this is coming. And then the same person who did Leftovers, Damon Lindelof, he did The Watchmen at the end of 2019. I said, oh, it's finally here. And I said, mm -hmm. We need to be spiritually aware. Here we go. We need to, we need to look at. We need to look within ourselves. And yes. COVID came, and yep. people had to be. They couldn't be the person yeah. that they were purposed to be. They had to sit with their wife. They had to sit with their children. <laughs> the yep. reality of me and my family is that we've been living on lockdown since 2016. Right. <laughs> We've already been in the house, like yes. not homeschooling our children and all of that. Like, so it was mm -hmm. like, okay, we can get a sense for what's happening. And it's about psychic development. Now, if humanity as a whole does not have a department of psychic development, we got a department of homeland security, we got a department of education, we got a department of agriculture. We got a department yeah. of energy. We have a department for oil. We got departments on top of departments. But can you tell me that you can you can honestly say, like, I know that there is a soul within me. It's something within me that knows the difference between good and bad. I know, like, I know that I'm not going to hurt a person or violate a person. I want the best for me and my children. I have a soul. But can I identify that? So mm -hmm. the solution 
is spiritual and psychic development. Because as much as going on in outside of you, right? Like for the for a large percentage of us, we're still doing the thing that we've been doing, right? I mean, some of us are not doing the thing that we were doing because, you know, uh, it's it's like health is important. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, ever, like decision-making is important. Emotional intelligence, like the rage that is within a lot yes. of people is destroying themselves. And it's yes. like, can you go within yourself and find that gentle, divine yes. soul that you are that brings about true transformation. Beautiful. I am just a human being like anybody else, but when I do the spiritual awakening, I have a different form of consciousness that mm-hmm. I'm, is completely foreign to me. Yeah. I don't even realize who I am at a thinking level. I'll finish with this. In Kabbalah, <laughs> they have Chokma, Bina, and Keter. These are the eyes behind you. You always have eyes behind you. You always have wisdom behind you, but we sometimes look completely ahead. <laughs> like we never you. fathom the guardian angels and the souls that flank our left and our right. And so yeah. the solution is coming to grips with how powerful you are. And mm-hmm. as the world changes, you will be able to create the soul's frequency and vibration, you know, for whoever mm-hmm. it is. It might be different things for different people. For me, it is the transformation of living a communal life, mm-hmm. right? And doing the necessary right. inner emotional works and to lead and to create and the resource yeah. work finances mm-hmm. and everything for which I could build a community mm-hmm. and that's what my introspection and reflection that's has true. brought me what has it brought in you right that's soul mm-hmm. work is the solution because yes we need communities <laughs> that's why I feel like I need a community I need a safe space of people who are like-minded but beautiful yes I I love it. Uh, everything you just said, complete resonance. I love it. Um, cool. And that's funny because everybody that she asked that question to, she was doing a series of questions. Um, mm-hmm. Everybody, all of us generally went the same direction. It's all the same thing. Just going inward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Purely doing, this, doing the soul work. It's, it's, it's taking the responsibility, doing the work. That's it. You know, and when you do that, you set the tone for everybody around you without even saying a word. You don't got to do shit, really. You just admit. <laughs> you are the you creator. You. you are the exactly. sun. Everybody orbits around you. And the exactly. sun doesn't yeah. pull energy from the earth. The sun pulls energy from itself. And mm-hmm. then it shares its light and energy with the earth. See, if we can become more like gods, we could understand our place mm-hmm. in the world. It's greatness bestowed on a lot of us that don't realize the greatness, but it's like yeah. a transformation. The old Jew has to disappear. And yeah. that's the hard part for us. It's like, <laughs> you mean the person that likes to go to the skating rink and eat hamburgers? That person's <laughs> gone. Never to be seen again. No more burgers in your hand. Like, oh my God. You have to it's change. So funny. <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. That is the transformational work. That's it. And I know it's what you do. It's what I do. It's so powerful. You just, I mean, 
it's just so powerful. The things you begin mm-hmm. to see and the, and the revelations that come, it's just life. It gets exciting and, and very, it's just thrilling. Who needs TV when you got this, this kind of life? You don't need to look, you know? watch TV in years. Man. <laughs> life is so entertaining, man. Oh, I can't. It's so entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> Everything. Um, yeah. So, okay. That, that was awesome. Uh, beautiful. And, and actually you mentioned something about, oh, it's funny because yesterday that came up a lot was look at the behind us, like our backs, you know, like mm-hmm. how sometimes our, our aura just shrinks in our back area. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and you think people give stiff backs all the time and like, I don't all know. It's time. something. Yeah. Every time uh-huh. I'm giving young ladies hugs, I'm like, goodness gracious, you're stressed out. And it's like, <laughs> oh, goodness. Like you like people really feel scared and alone. They internalize yeah. it to the core. And it's like you really need to get deeper to realize that you are not alone. And mm-hmm. I wish yeah. I could. I wish I could just say it in a person, just receive it. Like, you know, yeah. just put them in yeah, a, uh, a chamber mm-hmm. listening to Michael Jackson, you're not alone for a thousand times in a row until it's like within their bloodstream that they realize that they are not alone. Because if you yeah. internalize loneliness, that's nothing but stress. Who's, all going stress. To you? Who's going to love you? Who's going to guide you? That's it. Yeah, 100%. It's a real we thing. <laughs> We've all been guided to a certain level to our in our mm-hmm. spiritual journey. Intuition mm-hmm. guides us. So if you have intuition, mm-hmm. that means that you're not alone. Somebody is speaking to you. That's it. Yeah. Spirit is real. It's real. It, it, it 100% is. So mm-hmm. don't be alone and, and stressed out. Be, especially our divine feminines, man. Out men, like... I know candles and some cigars and some water (laughs) and some liquor and things start to change for y'all. I promise, man. I know too many women that have too many success stories of going within themselves and altering their reality because y'all are the goddesses. Y'all are the divine feminines. Y'all are the true pinnacles of society in the realms of magic, man, Mm -hmm. in the non-physical aura states. But a lot of our women think that they're alone. Yeah, too you many. Know. I don't know. I know. And I've been, I mean, it's like, I, I can look when I see it, I relate. I mean, I've I, I felt it in my own self. So it's like, I, I know exactly. I can identify it. I see it. And uh, yeah, there, I wish I could, you know, do the same thing, like wrap my arms around some girls sometimes and be yeah. like, you know, like, if I could just tell you, like, <laughs> But they yeah. gotta walk through it themselves, you know. Yeah. That's just they gotta it. they gotta want it themselves, and that's you know, it. That's the, you don't want to waste time or you know hold mm-hmm. other people's journey up. You know, their soul okay. was working with them the same way our souls was working with them because it was times where we were looking crazy out here in the streets and people oh, wanted yeah. to speak to us, and we were just <laughs> like in our. So we just have to respect that transfer that you know the darkness. Uh, uh-huh. Darkness is a powerful force as well. Darkness yeah. brings you to the light. Can't okay. like shirk the darkness. You got to kind of respect it and, and love mm-hmm. it and pull people out of it when they're ready. You'll see a couple of hands piercing through the fog and you just grab them hands and pull them out. But 
you know, you can yeah. just be vigilant and aware and just wait for people who really are seeking transformation and pour into yeah. those. Yeah. And when they, that, that's the thing is like with the work I do, I just uh, completely surrender it to spirit. Like, and, and I know mm. the beautiful part is the souls that show up, they're ready to go. There isn't like any kind of like, it's just beautiful because they're, they're, they're there in resonance. It's not like nobody forced them. Nobody said this, is what you got to do. This is, this is what it is. You know, they show up, you show up. We all show up when we, you know, we show up when, when we, when it's time, that's it, you know. Um, so, yeah, foundational transformation, I think. <laughs> the, it's, the it's powerful. It is so powerful, and that's, it's, so, it's such a trip. I mean, the past few years, the, the journey I've been on, and that's exactly what spirits had me, you know, with my everything from my soul purpose to, like, relationally, it's all about breaking me down to that building that strong foundation and the beautiful part is now I get to share that with people and you know in ways that you know it's like once you get so far then you're able to kind of really help guide people or in some way you know in that process but it's just a, it's it's beautiful and I feel like that's really where you know in the collectively we really kind of are it seems residual to me like it's just synonymous with people foundation keeps coming up um, I but, think we kind of confused about how to actually build a foundation because sex yeah. is so enticing and so yes. put on a pedestal in our society that when we start to like do the study where Yasad and Kabbalah means foundation and Yasad is connected to the sexual organs, it's our sexual mm. organs are our foundation. And if yeah. we don't have the cognizance of the power that we hold, not through sexual acts, but speaking through our sexual energy. What I mean is that mm, yes. imagine mm -hmm. if you are not having sex, but you are in the mode and the mindset to communicate that energy. So the sexual mm -hmm. aspect is an energetic exchange. Now, imagine two people saying, Remember the energy that we had when we had when we was having sex. What if we have the same energy to manifest in uh, money for rent, right? That's but we're it. just going to talk and express it, and you know, just really try to source out those emotions and those frequencies because that same frequency can be transferred into other aspects other than, for a lack of a better word, it's reaching a climax or orgasm. Right. Like, can, like that climax or orgasm could be your new home, right? Uh-huh. is a feeling of bliss and tranquility, right? But it could be something tangible. And uh -huh. it's, it sounds complicated, but it's really not. It's about no. being it makes sense. And intimate. It's like when you take your clothes off, you get turned on. But that's the same way as you being so authentic and honest. Like you're taking your proverbial etheric clothes off. You get to see all of yes. this as opposed yeah. to just what I'm trying yeah. to show you. And that intimacy it's, really opens us up to our greatest height. I truly know that. Absolutely. It's, um, yeah. Um, gosh, what was I about to say just now? Um, 
yeah, the, the, it's the, the, and the intention, if you are, you know, you know, it's just, it's the intentional aspect behind it and using that energy in that way and either doing it alone or doing it together with somebody. I mean, whatever, mm -hmm. like, but the intent behind, <laughs> however it flows, you know, but like, <laughs> wherever you are, you know, but, um, but, but ultimately that's how, you know, only way I really see uh, utilizing it always. Like I can't imagine <laughs> thinking about it, you know, in a physical, in an animalistic. Physical. Yeah. 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 It's, yeah. It's the evolved sense of spiritual. Like sex is evolved and like our conversations evolve. Everything evolves. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So powerful. Such a great conversation. I'm so glad we I have you to talk talk about that on here with. Um, I'm gonna tell you, men don't even they like they don't get it. Like they just so conditioned. I mean, very few. Like, but a lot of men are just really. And I was one of those men who were like mm -hmm. very centered on the sexual release and never knowing that there were other things that you could actually do with sexual uh -huh. energy. And to yeah. really have conversations with women transcends having sex with women. I can have mm -hmm. a conversation with you every month and build our relationship and build everything mm -hmm. that we build in because God is the word, right? It didn't say mm -hmm. God is sex and like when our <laughs> words and our communication, but if we don't like each other, we're not going to talk. And we have no ways to manifest together. It's like operation shutdown. But if we communicate, <laughs> when men and women communicate and build communications, that is so powerful. But men, Absolutely. I'm going to tell you, as leaders, we can't, we are, we'll talk to you, but we have that hidden ulterior motive that we don't suss right. out and remove. So it's like, yeah, mm -hmm. I'm talking to you, but you know what I want. Right. And, and women, <laughs> you can perceive that shit a mile away. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right? that's very true. And very we true. need and, and as men, we need to really understand that it's better right. to be authentic in our expression with our divine feminine counterparts because we could do so much more together. Like right. we just can. And then like what would and then like if you you know do choose partnership with somebody and then you actually can, you know you know, you are making love and like, you know, building in that sort of way. I think that I, mean, I, I see that as a really, it goes another great. It's, it's another level of manifestation. Yes. Another you, level. And the foundation. You got the foundation through communication. Now you can really expand and explore through the modality of sex. We mm -hmm. try to have sex without the foundation of communication. That's the, that's yeah. the issue. So, yeah, and yeah. for men, I'm okay. sure if you have, if you hold that energy, you're going to find the right one, right? Because so mm -hmm. many men just want to have sex with women that you're going to stand out, like, but you got to be really about that. You can't just hear what I'm saying and say, oh, just repeat my words. You have to really <laughs> that, you know, you have to put your pride to the side and yeah. pour into that divine feminine. It's like mm -hmm. your sister. Like you mm -hmm. gotta really love these women, and I honestly know that love 
sexual desire. That's not love. <laughs> that's no. <laughs> love and you said it last night is it's love and affection love and affection i i for me i know like for me that speaks to my heart more than anything it's just that pure love and affection you know and, man we need um, to learn how to be that way we need to learn absolutely. that like love affection without the like not foreplay i really love mm -hmm. you and i'm really affectionate and this is my normal expression towards you because yeah it's, I'm not trying to lead you on or trying to manipulate you. And we mm -hmm. so we so easy to do that, that it taints and tarnishes the energy that we're trying to build, whether we know it or not. So really relationships for men, it's a lot of inner work and removing the lust and desire within ourselves because it's not always reciprocated as much as we wish it is, you know? Right. It's more right. of what we are doing in the relationship. So a young man wishes to have sex with a woman. An adult, mature man wishes to provide and protect. The reality mm -hmm. is a man has to feel that within himself first. I wish to provide and protect, and I seek the one that I provide and protect for. Uh, but. Yeah. It's, it's a lot. It's yep. a lot. <laughs> and women, and you know, for women, it's the same too. You know, I mean, there is the inner work that has to go on. But for a woman, you can't just expect a man to just show up and be like, oh, if your vibe is all, you know, <laughs> you, you know what I'm talking you, about. You said it, Arlen, There's, not me. Yeah. You said it, Arlen. <laughs> <laughs> I always I'm said just saying. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about, though. I mean, there's a lot of work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Women got some some crazy ideas going on sometimes, and I mean, beginning, I see it. Beginning and the end, right? Successful, yeah. happy, productive relationship. We're going to work and build that foundation until yeah. that foundation is really hard. Then we'll build on yeah. top of that. But until that that's foundation, it. we can't really hope for much. And that's, what that's it. Yeah, you're right. That's that's great. That's great. I think. Man, that's a great note to, uh, to take it off on. <laughs> um, I um I did want to kind of come back to sidereal astrology. I don't know. If, do you, oh I mean, yeah, I got time. I got time. I got okay. Time. All right. Let's let's just kind of. I want to reiterate because if if hopefully you know I think uh, last the last uh, episode we did or the the podcast was it was fantastic. That unfortunately couldn't hear much, but right. um, but uh. But I kind of want to just touch on again, like sidereal versus tropical. What would you mm -hmm. let's, let's 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 go there. Let's just go from like the beginning. Um, okay. Yeah. So like sidereal astrology, if you look up the etymology and sidereal, it breaks down to a word starlight. I think mm -hmm. in my study, the understanding of an ancient person was that we were related to the stars, like they were like our distant cousins of some sort. So we utilize the stars in three different ways. You have your sun, which tells you the hours. Now the sun in Egyptian mythology would be Ra or Horus, but if you switch up Horus, what you get? Hours. So <laughs> um, the sun tells us the hours in a day, which is very important you know, you get a good feel for time when it's going to get dark, things of that nature, because 
you really relied on the stars from an ancient perspective because you needed to know what day of the month it was. There wasn't calendars or iPhones and things of that nature. So you had to look up and see, oh, it's a quarter moon. That means that it's either the seventh day of the month or the 21st day of the month. Um, so you have your sun, you have your moon, but then you have your wandering stars that tell you about the year. This is very important because you need to know the difference between spring and fall, because if you don't know the difference between spring and fall, the winter time comes, you're going to starve and you like harvest was basically life. So I don't think that we've changed much from then to now. I just think that there was a system put in place by a man named Ptolemy. His name uh -huh. um, in 2000 years ago, uh, he's seeing astrology as a system of mathematical proportion that, you know, I don't know exactly why he did it, but he put an astrology system that was based upon ancient Babylonian records. But the ancient Babylonian records came from a time where the earth is no longer vibrating on. And to make a long story short, if you got me a car from 1921, if it hasn't been fixed on or worked on or nothing, I wouldn't be able to drive it because it's, oh, you need something present. You need something now to have the full functionality. So when people study a Western's chart, they're not studying a chart of today or a chart of any time because the constellations, they're not 30 degrees in equal measure. Along our ecliptic, there are not 12 constellations. There's actually 13 constellations. I'm not saying nothing far, far out. I'm just speaking the truth. So yeah. when you look at the ecliptic, Ophicuous is on the ecliptic in real life. Like if you have a Starwalk app or astronomy, you'll say, mm -hmm. oh, there's 13 signs and they're different sizes. So when you, when you just have to begin to observe, it's slightly difficult because there's not a system for you to follow when it comes to sidereal astrology. It's mainly understanding it from a present point of view, where it's actually at. And what I've learned from doing readings is more accurate. Yeah. Quite naturally, it's just more accurate. So I'm able to communicate in ways to people. For Yesterday, I did a chart for somebody who thought their moon was in Leo. And in Sidereo, mm -hmm. their, their moon is in Virgo. And when I spoke to them, it, it was an instant resonation. And it was like, man, I, I never vibrated with the Leo moon. I never fully understood it. But now this Virgo moon is like, uh -huh. yeah, I need to be out in nature. I need to connect to the goddess. Like, that's, I, yeah, that's that resonates. So it's like a subtle 24 degree shift in your chart and examination, re-examination of your chart, I would dare to say that you will find more accurate information in studying your sidereal chart. Uh, you might just be used to the Western chart, but it's not in relation to no amount of truth at all. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. You would say, uh, would, you, would you say it's like speaks more to the soul in it essence? speaks more to the soul and the star-like essence of yeah. our divinity, which we yeah. hold aspects of. In reference to the universe, it's mainly hydrogen. The earth mm. is not hydrogen. Human beings are hydrogen beings. Like, 
if you are not hydrated, <laughs> you are yeah. dehydrated and it is over for you. So Interesting. we are cosmic beings in an earth-like vessel. Um, so it's like yeah. we have to really understand our power. And a lot of our power is just in being present and hydrating and understanding. That's a fact. Yeah. <laughs> That's a fact. That's the one thing after, I mean, I've been in the holistics for, I mean, what, 20 years now. And it's like, that's what I'm telling people to do after everything. It's like, are you drinking water? Are we hydrating? Are you thinking about what happened last month? I'm such and such. Are you worried about the future? You know, and it's just like, Uh right Uh now, let's drink some water. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) so i wanted to ask you what is there's something to do now i was listening to something i don't know if it was you or somebody else um Mm -hmm. something with the equinox like the wobble is that you know what i'm talking yeah so like another aspect of sidereal astrology is that it's a sidereal day and then there's a solar day so a sidereal Mm -hmm. day is shorter than a solar day because our minds, we have to think that at 12 p.m. or 12 a.m., a new day starts. When in fact, a day start at like 11.59 or 11.56, right? So imagine <laughs> if your clock like at the top of it is like 11.56, like instead of 12, right? <laughs> but then right. it's constantly adjusted. It's too complicated for us to come up with the system right. to track. A- a scenario mm-hmm. day because it's not 12 hours or 24 hours that's humans trying to make something perfect that's not perfect. that's right yes that's and i'm so glad yeah i'm it's glad to mention nature. this because yeah it's so valid to just the whole experience isn't it and it's like mm-hmm. you know it's like we try to make something out of like it's like no we just never let things just be and just allow it like we we want to like make it this thing this time this way i mean yeah, even down to our days. Our days are not perfect. Our days are random, right? right? So <laughs> it's like sidereal astrology is you being in alignment with the stars. And I honestly mm-hmm. feel that when we are misaligned with the stars, we are just kind of waiting for disaster to happen. Now, look at the etymology of disaster. You have dis and aster, disconnected or to be separated from aster, mm-hmm. star, mm-hmm. astron. So the etymology of disaster is to be disconnected from the stars. So when you introduce to astrology, you are introduced to a disconnected understanding and trust me it was because i was studying astrology every single day from a western perspective that i was just like this is cool but no i need to go deeper and that's where i found sidereal astrology because i was in the western so it's not like i'm just not familiar with western astrology it's more of this is a more accurate form and it's more of not having a system <laughs> like like no mm-hmm. system once at all like really i look at astrology through the star walk app and it's not like an astrological chart it's like the cosmos and the planets and it's like, it you're just looking <laughs> at that and it's like i might journal 
what what the placements are actually on the Starwalk app and not look at a map or a chart at all. It's just like just observing yeah. the stars. Yeah, and I love that that's what, how you put it. It's observing the stars. I mean, that's what we're called to do as adepts is just observe. <laughs> yes. Observe. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah. the most powerful aspect of our spiritual ability mm -hmm. to be observant mm -hmm. and aware because what tends to happen, the best thing will happen from you being observant and taking a left where everybody is taking a right. But you see something, right? Because you are yeah. present and observant. It's it's the, the ultimate life hack. Because uh -huh. I was reading something yesterday and they were talking about how you can walk throughout the city and nobody will notice you until you want to start noticing people, right? If you're not uh -huh. looking at nobody, nobody's really looking at you. But when you start yeah. looking at people, you ever notice when you look at people, they start looking at you back. Isn't that weird? Yeah. That's it. <laughs> it's true. It's so true. <laughs> so true. Man. We can alter our reality based upon what we decide to do. You know, some people say, I'm going to stand yes. out on the corner and oh, sell God. these things. And they sell <laughs> these things. And then it's another person that say, I have no money. You don't know what I'm going to do. Uh. <laughs> It's a uh, it's a choice point, right? It's a choice yeah. point. It's always like it's like we choose. You choose. You just you do it or you don't. You, you yeah. You're you not there or you're not. You know. You yeah. focus and build and help and pour into people or you don't. And you isolate yourself or you figure yeah. out how to be emotionally intelligent and uh -huh. not get triggered so easily, so you can build relationships. But yeah. It's a yeah. choice point. <laughs> it is. It is. It is always. Always yeah. is. Um, well, okay, so let's one more thing I wanted to touch on uh, uh -huh. in this conversation is the Nashoctras because we talked about that last week. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. because that's something that kind of falls in alignment with the sidereal as well. Mm -hmm. And it's something we don't talk about in tropical at all. I mean, I'm I never <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um you know, being that it is like the more intimate side of self, we speak into that the, the chakras and what yeah, we so, uh in Vedic thought there is a such thing as a lunar mansion. When you introduce to Vedic astrology, in Western astrology, you get conditioned with the sun sign. So everybody is like, I'm a Virgo, I'm a this, I'm a that, right? And they're representing their sun sign. So let's do this. Uh, it says just for instance, the sun is in Virgo for 30 days. So mm -hmm. you have everybody that's born within that 30 days, let's just say a million people who can identify as sun and Virgo, are those million people going to be alike versus how long is the moon in Virgo? Two to three days. So that's a smaller section of people and they have more of a resonance with each other. Like, so the moon is more of an identification of true personality because it's a fast, it's like a, a faster moving planet so mm -hmm. the moon is more of a, a identification of personality so you have your wandering star the moon and the the places that it travels through so it travels through 27 different mansions and we're mm -hmm. utilizing mansions instead of houses because in our sun sign in our regular astrological chart or our planets they exist in houses your moon exists in a mansion. 
if you are able to understand your nishatra and your moon sign, you get more of a deeper understanding of yourself versus, hey, I'm a Virgo. You're a Virgo, and we are nothing alike. So like, <laughs> I like, love Virgos. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, what are you talking, what are you okay. talking about? Like, seriously. <laughs> I know. Our lunar mansion is deeply connected to a fixed star in some, it's like multiple constellations. So you might have two or three fixed stars. You have an alpha star, a beta star, gamma star, uh, omicron star in each constellation. Mm -hmm. So the alpha star in each constellation constitutes a specific lunar mansion. And with each lunar mansion, there are also opposites. So the nishatra is a yoni nishatra or mm -hmm. it is a phallic nishatra. Mm -hmm. You could, people use this in um, India for dating and relationship matters uh, because it is super powerful when you do, when you have a yoni nishatra match with a phallic nishatra. When I do synastry charts, I would say 75% of the healthy relationships have the woman has a yoni nishatra and the male has a phallus or vice versa. And they're, mm -hmm. they match and there's an opposite. Me and my wife, right? We okay. have um, matching nishatras. So you can okay. utilize your nishatra for magic. Um, you can utilize your nishatra for um, just deification. Your moon mm -hmm. sign, your emotions are very powerful. And when you do not identify these things, they become like an extreme detriment to us. Because we try, it's a lot of people that try yeah. so hard on the external and never sit with themselves to get a full understanding of, what I actually want. Sometimes they're trying to fulfill their mom or their dad or their partner or their children, and they have no contact with their moon and their subconscious mind. So to, right. I, I, I suggest everybody know their nishatra and study their nishatra. On Google, they'll have Anuradha nishatra for men, Anuradha mm -hmm. nishatra for women, right? Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Each nishatra is broken up like that. So, hey, Hood, Hood, what is yours? My nishatra your uh -huh. is Ashwini. Okay. And, and what is your wife? Her, my uh, Anuradha. Okay. Cool. Just sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, but, no, um, no, no, you good. So, 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 but you were saying, um, uh, you could look on Google. Is there, I saw I was going to ask you, like, do you know a good source? Because some of those sources I, yeah, I've looked yeah. at, and I'm like, it's all my, some of them are like, you must hate Rohini the way you wrote that. <laughs> Somebody had an issue with Rohini. <laughs> the only thing that I can say, because yeah, you 100% right. It's yeah. like, yeah. full on people from India writing me. <laughs> that's why my book that I'm writing I'm trying to, I'm not rushing it but definitely by the end of 2022 going into 2023 I'll have like an English American translation of the chakras but 
Right. Um, one of the Probably best books important. that I've read on the chakras uh, is, um, I'm going to tell you, pulling it up right quick, because I want to give you the name of it. It is called Untold Nishatra Joytish. So that's J-Y-O-T-I-S-H. Okay, say that one more time. Untold. Uh-huh. Nakshatra Joytish. J Y O T I S H. J. Okay. It's, it's a, I, I reference it all the time. Like, all the time. It's an yeah. awesome reference book for Nakshatras. It, it okay. tells you the big stars. It's kind of hard to read, but you're just going to have to, like, <laughs> Yeah. Skip over the parts where they're we'll speaking in Indian um Sanskrit. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. but, other, but no, it's not like it's a it's a must have though at the same time. You'll you'll okay. un what you'll understand what I'm talking about. There'll be parts where you're just like, I don't know what the hell they're talking about, but there'll also be parts where it's like that's extremely enlightening. So it <laughs> it, is, it associates every deity and every fixed star with the nishatra. So understanding and getting an intimate view of Yoni Chakra is very important for anybody. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm all, I'm, I'm very into it right now. So mm -hmm. I love it. I'll check that out. Um, thank you so much for talking to me today. Um, again. Oh no, it's my pleasure. It was super cool and super fun. And this time, yeah. clear audio. So Hopefully it stayed that way. That's my prayer. Yeah. I feel like it's, I feel good. I feel good today. So there's we'll no echo at all. So, you know, I feel like okay, it's good. super cool. Okay. Now, and also, what's your, again, it's it's hoodmystic.com, the, the hoodmystic.com? Yeah, that's, that's where you get everything at, you know, uh, all of my links, right. everything, blog, whatever. Just keep up with me at hoodmystic.com. Perfect. And he's got readings if you want a sidereal reading or find out you're in a shakja, um, <clears throat> check out Hood. <laughs> yeah, and I hope to have, we'll, we'll talk again here soon because I really, I really enjoy it. We might do like, I feel, I felt, I, I feel like we do this every month or something like that. Just, yeah. just touch bases or something. I'm, I just like the flow and the conversation. That Definitely. Means, so whenever you want to talk, um, just let me know. I'm going to pull up. All right. We're going to do it then. Thank you so much. No All right. Talk to you yeah. soon. Talk to you soon, too. Peace. Peace, y'all. Thank you for tuning into the Awaken Sponda podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please stay tuned because we got a lot more in store. And personally, I am really excited about it. Also, if you'd like to come to any local events, check the website www.awakensponda.com. As well, if you'd like to book any privates or any small group sessions in state or out of state, you can email at awakensponda at gmail.com. That's it. I wish you well. I wish you a wonderful day. Wholeness. 
In today's episode, we are talking to Sarah Poe of Pose for Peace. Sarah and her daughter Monet are best known for their mentorship courses in divine alchemy. Um, this is a sacred remembrance and a journeying through the soul's divine blueprint using sidereal astrology, human design, gene keys, and more. Sarah is an amazing soul, an amazing friend, and just really a passionate feminine in the community. Um, ever since I've known her, she's been this way. It never changed. <laughs> Very consistent. And so I'm excited to have her on, and I hope to have her on many times to come and just continue the circle. So let's get into it. Hello, everyone. Um, I want to start this podcast with just a little gratitude, a lot of gratitude, actually, um, as we have come through this spring equinox. Um, I'm feeling incredibly grateful to Source and uh, to Spirit just for, for what I have come through and where we are now, where I am now. Maybe you feel the same way. I feel like things are just uh, easily available at this point. Things are moving with a lot more ease. Things are clearing out that need to clear out very simply, very cutthroat even. <laughs> um, and, uh, and then progressing forward in the ways that are taking me to that next level. Um, I feel it energetically. I see it, it's happening. Um, and, and it's beautiful. And, um, so I want to express some gratitude for that and, and gratitude for where you are. If, if this is what you're feeling, if this is where, where you're going, uh, welcome, amazing, let's do this. <laughs> We're all in this together, you know. I think right now either you're falling into a timeline of like you, you're, you're up-leveling, you're, you're going, you're, you're, you're flushing forward quick and, and in a sovereign fashion or you are getting madly hung up and um, confused and probably really harshly confused at this point if you are going against your soul and, and, and out of alignment in any way in your, in your journey. Um, so one of the things that Spirit brought forth with me with this, um, this ceremony I had with myself and Spirit um, was to just follow my North Node. Quite simply, um, if you've ever had your chart read, um, I, I, I suggest it. I highly suggest it. I highly suggest you getting it read in sidereal. Um, and we'll get into that in a minute. But my north node, um, this is just, it just, it just came to a head this weekend where it was like, you know, sometimes we, we, I've just been really noticing all the things I've been getting caught up in, getting distracted by the things that um, I'm trying to maybe make happen in my own way, which is we call, we say that we call that the ego when we're trying to do things right. Rather than allowing things, um, especially if you're feminine and if you're feminine, this is really important. Um, cause I think that's part of the understanding and what we're coming to is, um, as a society and as this new timeline of, of understanding energetics, um, in growth and expansion is really beginning to understand the properties of feminine and masculine energy. I've talked about this for a long time, but it's just, it's, it's really coming to a head where I know these are the things we need to be speaking on. Why? Because it's going to shift and change generations to come. If we can begin to understand, understand from an inside perspective, what it truly means, the characteristics of masculine energy and feminine energy and how that both operates within 
our, ourselves, right, together with source, but also how it works in relationship, right, and, or in partnership with man, woman, right, a feminine and a masculine energy, uh, because all these things are not taught. They're not, we haven't been taught these things. We've been taught very, um, um, well, obviously we all know it's been very inverted and a very inverted version or a distorted version of what masculine means and what feminine means. And, um, it's gotten so twisted all around that it's not even, it's pointless to get into it. But part of my mission here, I would say, this is what spirit brought to my attention during ceremony the other day, yesterday was to really bring this forth in a new way. Um, because we're all capable of it. There's no fancy uh, figuring it out. There's no in-depth studies of ancient text and different religions you have to do. There's none of that. This is all something we can all understand right where you are right now. It's not rocket science. This is energy. Um, but back to the fourth note, I mean the fourth note, excuse me, the tenth, or, no, gosh, I'm going into my, my, um, my node, the North node, your North node is your direction this lifetime, right? It is where kind of like you're, you're coming out of your South node. You are moving your lifetime. It's kind of like your purpose. That is in essence what it is. It's your purpose. And if you read in sidereal, you're reading more of your soul purpose. And, um, with that said, uh, <laughs> um, so, okay. Say tropical, right? Like I, I have, I've, known my tropical chart for quite some time. And, um, it, when I look at my tropical chart, I mean, my, my North node is, it's still in my 10th house. 10th house is about like, say uh, it's about career or, or, uh, social status or community service. It's something big and it's something not behind the scenes. It's something very in your face. Right. Um, or, or, or not, it, it could be that or not, but mine was in a, a different, a different, um, constellation in tropical say. So, um, it was more of a behind the scenes kind of like work. It was saying that I was, uh, you know, to do or whatnot in life. That's what my personality, right. Would, would be projecting. Um, and it's just funny. Um, you know, I didn't really get into studying my North node until I started reading sidereal, but when I read the sidereal and I found out and it's more than just this. There's a few different layouts to my chart. And I'm just giving this as an example. Is my 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 10th house, which is all these things we just spoke of, it's more like uh, your, it would be more your career, more of your, say from a soul status, like my status, because my, my work is my mission. It's what I'm here to do. So it's for humanity. It's for service. It's for the embetterment of society, right? And which includes me doing all my work because there's no fucking way I could possibly do any of this if I wasn't going through my own shadows, if I wasn't doing my own shamanic work, right? And, and that just happens naturally when you're, you're in your path and you're doing your inner work and you're doing your shadow work, most important. Um, and um, so where was I at? Here we go. <laughs> 10,000. Um, mine is in Leo, right? Mine is in Leo and, um, and, and, and true sidereal. Okay. Which would mean basically that I'm to be like more in performance. I'm more to be out in front of people. I'm more to be, um, speaking out, right. And, and being more of a, a leader on the forefront. Right. And, and it's, it's, it's a lot of responsibility. It's a lot of, um, it's a lot of work. 
uh, and it's really a lot of putting yourself out there, which has been, you guys, really, truly my biggest uh, challenge my whole life. Since I was a little girl, and I remember my mom telling me I couldn't, if I didn't go out to do my recital when I was like six, I don't know, I was six or seven, I didn't want to go on the stage for a dance recital. And she said, well, if you don't go out there, then you're not going to dance again. And I said, well, then I won't dance again. I'm done. Nope. So it started there and it went on my whole life. Um, I mean, if you know my story, you know anything about me, you would easily be able to read into this and go, oh my God. Um, and throughout my 20s, I've always supported artistry. I, I've been uh, into music my whole life since I was young. Um, I used to write lyrics, play guitar when I was 14. I was terrified to play for anybody though, but I had one friend I played for, one friend, Lindsay Hinkle. <laughs> And uh, she was such a fan and such a supporter. However, I was terrified. I, I was very, if you'd asked anybody me growing up, I was very shy. There was a lot to come out of and um, a lot of shell to break through, right? And my, my of course, my, my challenges in my, my home life and as a child and not having the support and not having the encouragement Nobody told me how great I was. Nobody told me I was beautiful, that I was special, that I was loved. I, we, we didn't do affection. We didn't do any of that shit. <laughs> so it was very challenging for me. And um, so all the work, I mean, it's, it's amazing to me when I look back. But um, yeah, so moving forward, it's just been challenge after challenge. In my 20s, I, uh, I did, you know, perform, I did do Kung Fu. I perform, I, I used to do, there's always been things I've done where I've, I've put myself, I, it's like, I hate to do it, but I'll put myself out there where I have to be in front of people and have to do things. And I despise doing it. I absolutely despise it. Um, but I've continued to do this my whole life. Um, I used to support artistry, art. So I would, I would put on shows for people. Like I would make events, create events, promote events and bring artists in that I loved and I supported and wanted to see do well. And one thing I will say, I'll never forget one of the artists one time, um, he was a hip hop artist and he's like, he looks at me one day and he's like, why do you, he's like, he's like, Arlen, he's like, so when are you going to share? Like, when are you going to get up here and do this? You know, it was like, he knew his spirit, spirit inside him just knew that there'd be no way I'd have this passion to to lift people up in this sort of way, to to really acknowledge their music, their lyrics, their words, uh, to know their passion and to know. And they were all people uh, doing something for an embetterment. This wasn't art to just uh, suffice the the ego. This was art that was supporting humanity and and helping uh, speaking life and like conscious hip hop, right? Um, and it started out in Christian hip hop actually when I, I started really promoting people that I I read I felt had a story to be told that would help and benefit people. So this guy asked me when I was going to do it. And I was like, that's crazy. I'm not doing that. Well, it took some kids at a nonprofit I worked at to finally get me to uh, write some bars and to begin to share and, and get on some of their tracks and whatnot. And then from there, it spiraled out. And I was in secrecy doing, like, studio work and recording songs. And uh, then it was me slowly getting on stages. And it just, it took so long. It was it was really hard. And even behind the mic, I mean, it was, I was terrified. I would share my lyrics, but then I wanted to run off that stage. I didn't know how to connect. It was a lot of things going on there. <laughs> and um, a lot of, of just... 
um, lack of confidence. And um, uh, anyway, moving into like, I won't get to, um, this is, I'm dragging out, but going into like where, when I had my Kundalini, my last really radical Kundalini awakening, that is when spirit was very clear to me. Like, and that's when I started doing videos for YouTube, right? I didn't know who was going to see them. I didn't even know. I knew people were going to judge them. I knew people were going to look and think I'm crazy. I'm like, I, I, but then it didn't matter. Spirit was like, you're going to do this. You're going to share this. You need to share this. If it's like one person you touch, then that's what it's going to be. I don't know why. I don't know why it all ended up the way it did, but I know I'm here now. And it wasn't until a few, a couple years later after that, when I started to put myself out there and I started to do the sound and get out and do events on my own. And this means I'm doing everything from the back end to the front end guys. And I don't think people even realize what artists have to do or what, you know, healers or people who are really just, your support means everything, put it that way, because we do so much to make things happen that will move your soul, your soul, <laughs> right? And it's not for our ego. That's what you have to understand, especially when people are doing it from this, this angle in which I, I utilize it at is this is part of the mission. It has nothing to do with me. It's still, it's solely what spirit wants to do through me. I'm just making it available. And according to the stars, this is my star piece. This is what I have to share, right? And my North node, when I found out actually helped me to really piece this together and to really seal the deal and go, you know what? It's okay for me to do this. No matter what shit people talk or what shade people throw at me, I swear when you put yourself out there, you ask anybody who's done this in, in the industry. I think Cat Williams is one of my favorites to, to quote about people, you know, haters or whatever. Because um, the more you put yourself out there, there's going to be more, of course, more reflection back and more people judging you and more people throwing their own shadow, projecting their own shadow on you. And, you know, people can see you in any, people are going to see you and judge you in any light, any light they're living in. So they only see you as far as they see their own experience. So there's just going to be that. And I think once you learn to accept that and, and the criticism and everything, you just kind of, you don't give a fuck anymore. And it becomes kind of comical you know, and, and you just move forward. So for me, that was a huge piece. And I think, you know, getting back into this North Node thing is really, that's what Spirit was speaking to me uh, yesterday during the ceremony was you have to just surrender to the North Node and that's where everything's going to fall into place. All the things I worry about, like my love life, right? <laughs> my partnership, something that I deeply uh, desire and, and have need for and I know that will happen. Um, I think, not worrying about like you letting that go and let you know letting go of worrying about where I'm to be because that's another thing where am I to be like in placement as far as my work my living status um you know I have just been so like uh trying to figure it out and spirit's like no you're just gonna just surrender you're just gonna put yourself out there you're just gonna continue to follow the north node and and follow spirit and and follow the hits throw my chips in the air right and just go. And this, I know from experience is always when really magical things happen and it's already, I already feel it happening. Um, I've been feeling it happen the past few weeks actually, but more so now. Um, and I'm telling you all of this because not because I, I, uh, I mean, I could go on and on about my own story and everything, but it's the North node. Um, and, and, and one more thing I'll say before. I move into this next uh, part, but I, um, I have to laugh because, um, 
this is another thing. It just hit wise how spirit got me with this was, um, I, um, you guys know I do podcast and, um, and I do, I put things on YouTube. I'll put the podcast on YouTube. Well, I put a podcast up. It was one of the first ones when I came back recently and had, I've had a few guests and, um, somebody had come and I woke up one morning uh, needless to say, like two days prior, I had had this like thought uh, of like when I because when I usually I'll do podcasts alone, but when I do them with people, I'm I'm still learning, and um, I have tendency because it's a conversation. I have tendency to say like uh huh yeah a lot, and and you know or or, or sometimes I'll I'll cut my people off to to interject something, and um, these are things I noticed, and I've noticed I'm like oh god I'm like this is terrible like I have to like get better at this. Um, so I'm critiquing myself, right? As we all should be doing. I'm, I'm listening to the feedback, the playback, and I'm like, oh my God, I really just got to shut up um, at some points. And, and um, so I noticed this, right? And um, so I wake up like, a couple, this is a while after I noticed this. I had noticed this prior. I already knew where I needed to do my work, but woke up, had a, a comment on my YouTube and um and it's a comment that says, in essence, it's like, that was an amazing, this was an amazing interview. Thank you so much. Next sentence. You may want to let your guests speak more. <laughs> and I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, you know, I mean, first, first, first initial like feeling is like, oh, fuck you, you know, because <laughs> people are so funny and it always cracks me up how people are in internet world, how they'll just say things like and critique and like be like whatever they want and not even think about it. However, if they were in your face, they probably would never do that. But it's funny. I could laugh at that. Um, but however, I knew when they made that, I knew because I already had uh, put in the, I had already critiqued myself. I already knew and so I could accept it and I took it and I was like, yeah, you know, I, I know you're right. Okay. So thanks. You know, thanks asshole, whatever. But, um, it's like a cosmic joke sometimes. Um, it, it just reflected back. However, um, another thing I noticed is I thought I, this was, and this was actually like a day or whatever prior. I had been looking at my stats on, um, on my, uh, on my platform, right? My podcast platform. And I had realized that all of my highest plays, my highest plays were not interviews, but yet they were me speaking. Just me. Just me. No guest. Those are my highest played um, um, podcast. So in that sense, there's a cosmic joke there because that also started making me see and feel like, you know, well, maybe there is something really important I have to say. Maybe this is where, that's another part of me that was like me in my 20s where I wanted to always put other people up that I believe in um, instead of like speaking what I had to speak. And so it reminded me of that coming all the way back around from wherever I went. Um, it's the same thing I was doing. I, I just doing been doing it kind of in a different way. Now, what this made me realize was exactly what, and somebody, Jeffrey Cohen, if you know Jeffrey from Satsang Yoga, <laughs> it's like him telling me, he, he makes me put a mic on when I do my, um, my events over there and do the ceremonies. And he's like, he's like, why? Because what you have to say is really important and we want to hear you. And, um, you know, I just hold so much value in that. And I, I thank him 
for, for encouraging me in such a way. Um, because that's where my struggle is. See, that's where I've always kind of been like, Oh God, the unsure of myself or, um, putting judgment on myself or I don't know, or just let somebody else do it. They know they, you know, but no, but actually like putting that microphone on or getting this podcast up and me speaking what's on my heart, what's spirit speaking through me, um, that is my North node. (laughs) And so I think it's all funny. It's all like a, um, you can call it a subconscious reminder. You can call it just little, little gifts from spirit, but, um, in essence, that, uh, that, that's why I'm doing this right now. That's why I'm talking to you right now. That's why I'm telling you these stories. Um, it's a little more about me, but also to get to the point of you guys or you ladies, maybe if you're in a place in your life, right? Maybe you've done your tropical chart. Maybe you haven't done any charts at all. And that's totally fine. Um, you don't need to do any charts in essence. Um, to, to, to move into this. Um, now if you're feeling like maybe you're in a place where you're trying to find your purpose, you're, you're, you're trying to connect or align, not find, it's already there. It's already found. It's already you, (laughs) you are whole. There's nothing missing. So I think it's more about just shifting into that alignment. And, um, it's not until we, we have things in our awareness that we can really, learn something, right? So if we haven't heard about it, we don't know about it. This is why I've had people come on. I've had Kyrie, the hood mystic do I've done interviews with him recently. He's, oh my, he's family. I love that brother so much. And, um, I love the way he brings things. He's real. He's raw. He's got a story, man. And I fucking love it. Um, and then I also brought my, my girl, Sarah, Sarah Poe on. Sarah is also, uh, she is, uh, she's a sidereal astrologer as well. And, um, her mission is divine purpose and she does it through, um, astrology and through helping people, um, move into their soul purpose or find their alignment. And, um, they both have different, uh, techniques and different, different strategies in which spirit brings forth because they're both unique beings. Um, but wow, I totally just (laughs) skipped where I was there. Um, so I've done, I've done podcasts with these people recently and, um, and that's why I've been bringing sidereal forward, right? The reason why I've been bringing sidereal forward is because I want to bring it into your awareness. If you are in a place where you're feeling stuck and you're feeling like you need, you need a little, a little, a little more, like you need a little, a little gusto behind you, or you need to like, for me, getting my sidereal chart read, that's what it did for me. It was really like, I was already, you know, I'm very much in tune with myself. And that's why I always say like, you really don't even need anything. If you're in tune, you're already in alignment. And, and this is how, um, spirit showed me sidereal. And because this is the way I know I need to learn things is by feeling first and then having something confirm it instead of rather me reading something and having, and me just believing it. It, 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 that's not how spirit works with me. Um, I think, and once you have a Kundalini experience, like I I've had, like, or once you've, you've, you've hit that point where you realize like, there's no fucking guru in the world that could tell me anything at this point. Like I, I know innately the guru lives in me. I am uh, the teacher's here. So it's best, I think to search my, my, my point is best to search in yourself first, tune in, where are you at? Um, uh, anyway, but sidereal for me 
what it did when I when I actually read into this chart or allowed Kyrie to read into my chart. He told me what I already knew and he just gave it, what it did was sealed the deal for me and gave me that much more like, fuck yeah, I, I know what I felt, uh, this was right and now I can just push forward knowing that I'm in this star alignment, like this is who I am, I can be comfortable with me and um, you know, it, it's so funny and like I just told you the story about me kind of coming up and, and me my whole life and the performance or not that I'm performing for anybody. It's, it's actually, you have to see this from a soul level. Um, in, in, in the matrix world, tropical world, we would say performance. Um, now it very well could be performance if I was doing like something like artistically or performing like by like doing music again or something like that. Um, you know, me, I rather not call it performance. I rather call it like, you know, this is just like my, my mission. It's my artistry, um, as a, as a star, whatever I'm bringing forth and however I'm bringing it forth. Um, I am to be in front of people, however that may be. If it's just my voice on a podcast, if it's me doing a sound event, you know, and, and, or, or, being in front of people, not being scared of it, not being fearful of it, but knowing this is exactly my star value. And um, I think by honoring that, then I get, it, it gets honored, right? But, but it just, it just falls in alignment, which is where all the abundance is. It's where everything lies. That's why I don't need to worry about all the things that I was maybe worrying about before, right? Or, or, or finding myself distracted by worrying about where's the love going to come from? Where's the partnership going to come from? Where is the home the the space I'm supposed to be in going to come from right it's all it's just following my north node and putting myself where I need to be or what needs to be just expressed through and for me it's speaking to you guys it's being raw sharing my story it's sharing what spirit's speaking through me (laughs) very important um you know I consider my words like I mean um I don't come on these podcasts without already being surrendered to spirit in this. Like, it's not me trying to put my, uh, myself first in any way. Um, everything I do is to, um, connect to connect. And that's what we're here to do rather than separate, connect and speak into energy. Most importantly, um, speak into transformation because that's what I, this tended to be my <laughs> reoccurrence in my life is the life and death, uh, process. Um, I'm dying many times over many, many times over. That's, that's just shamanic in nature. So guess what? We're all shamanic. You don't need a certification. Um, you just really need to be on the journey. Your initiations come from spirit, not from a uh, piece of paper. And, um, you know, (laughs) point blank. But um, needless to say, getting back to what I want to stress to you guys. Stress, maybe not such a good word because I'm not stressing anything. But what I'd like to share with y'all is if you feel the nudge, maybe... You know, you can either, you can, you can look up your sidereal chart on astroseek.com, right? Maybe put it next to your tropical, put it, in, and then, and then really get into it. Uh, there's also so much more in Vedic astrology to get into as far as, um, you know, there's the Nishakras and there's so much more. Um, 
far more in depth and far more soul based. Um, because it is sidereal is where, uh, it's fixed star alignment and it's where the constellations actually are. Like if you actually put your sky watch up into the sky, you would see exactly where the moon is, where the moon, when the moon's there. Um, it's, it's in actuality. It's what's actually happening as opposed to tropical, which is, is, uh, I think it's 28 degrees off. So, when you look up at the sky, as the ancients and the ancestors did, you're not going to see what people are saying is happening, right? So we have a choice to create in different ways. And um, through our thoughts, we create, very important to, to acknowledge. And I think most of you who are moving towards understanding quantum you know, physics more and, and starting to understand energy more, you understand that... Um, it's, it's natural alignment. And so it's very important, I feel, to begin to look into your sidereal astrology. Learn a new perception. Isn't that what we always talk about and preach and everybody's out there saying, like, you know, see in different perceptions, like meditate to learn a new perception to, um, in essence, I like to say, create new neural pathways. I mean, it's to grow, to expand. So if we're, it, we, all we know is a little tiny little, we're like 1% of like 100%, you know, like we need to know a lot more about ourselves, right? So why not check out your sidereal chart, see where your North Node is, see how it is compared to the North Node in your tropical. And more importantly, tune into yourself. Where are you actually at? What do you actually feel? What feels right in your soul, in your body? What are you actually good at? You know, where's your struggle? Because where your struggle is, is exactly what you need to step into. And like I was saying in my story, my whole life, I mean, oh my God, and that's not to mention the karaoke machines I was given. I used to put on performances for my whole family when I was young. I mean, the perf- being in front of people was something I always innately, you know, ask my mom, I told her the story the other day and she just started dying laughing. Cause she's like, yeah, that's you like <laughs> in a, a nutshell, but there was a lot of shadow work and a lot of fears I've had to overcome and things I've had to break through. I have done so much confidence hypnosis. I highly recommend if you're, if you have this sort of calling in any way, um, and in general, in general, we all need to grow in our confidence. That's our solar plexus, right? That's our awareness of self and our knowingness of self, our, you know, our light. So build that confidence. I did a lot of, uh, I did Paul McKenna, a lot of Paul McKenna uh, uh, confidence hypnosis uh, practices. Um, I do it all the time. I still even do it. Um, because you're putting those thoughts into your subconscious mind and, and you're reprogramming yourself. And that's so important. So important. But like I said, it's taken a lot of me uh, walking through the shamanic journey of, of death, of my ego over and over and over, of, of really doing the deep work, stepping through the fears, like where the fear doesn't exist, you know, to get where I am. So anybody that wants to judge it or do anything with it, in that, you know, there's always going to be people, like I said, there's always going to be people that are going to judge you or ha- they're going to only see you through their experience. So they might not see all these aspects of what you've been through. They just see what they want to see. 
and let them do what they do. It's hilarious. And once you, the deeper you get into this work, the more it's just funny and you just, you, you move along with it. Um, but yes, find that North Node out. Start investigating a little bit more if you're, if you're really seeking to know where to go next. What is your soul purpose? How can you navigate this path? It's just another tool, another tool in your toolbox to help you navigate, maybe give you the boost you need to, or the, the yes, I get that, or yes, that is me. This is me at heart. These are my biggest fears. This makes sense. My tropical chart was saying that I was like a, an invert, like I, that all my work would be done like behind the scenes, which I did for years. I was a massage therapist, a body worker. I work one-on-one with people. That was my biggest thing to overcome. I was comfortable there. Easy for me to work on one-on-one with people. I still is. It's. I still love doing it. I still love working one-on-one with people because we can get so much done. But I am called to be in front of people. <laughs> biggest challenge, biggest hurdle, but it's caused me to do my greatest work, right? It's like the caterpillar struggling to break the cocoon and gr- and burst out into the butterfly. I mean, as you they struggles, all of the 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 juices, the blood, the that is pushed through the veins, which actually extends the wings and grows the wings. And if there wasn't the struggle, the butterfly wouldn't be able to fly, right? If we just tore the cocoon open, the butterfly would just be deformed and not, it wouldn't have grown. So my point is do the growth, learn something new about yourself, get into this sidereal. This is just an option. This is just a tool it's worked for me and maybe it'll help do some things for you or just strike a new nerve, right? Um, open up a new pathway. So check out, if you would like, you can check out um, The Hood Mystic. He is one of my favorites. He's my brother family and he will be back on the podcast again. You can also check out Sarah Poe. Of, uh, she does, what is it? Divine Alchemy. Her and her daughter have created lots of different courses for finding your your blueprint, right? And that's all that um, astrology is. It's our blueprint. And our true blueprint is going to be in sidereal astrology. Our true natural happening in the now is in sidereal. Um, tropical is not in the now. Um, and I don't, I'm not putting it down. I'm saying it could be a stepping stone, of course. I mean, it's what we were programmed into. Um, but if you want to learn something new, you want to expand and grow and you feel led, check out your sidereal. You can do it right now, astroseek.com. But if you want some help, reach out to Kyrie, Sarah, or someone, you know, that's studying it. Um, so that's the podcast today. This is what I wanted to get out. And, uh, I love you guys. Thank you for letting me be me. Um, Thank you for listening and supporting, Um, even if it's just, you know, just, just thought support. It all means something, and I'm so grateful for it. I'm so grateful for everything, everything in my life right now, and um, exactly where I am, and I hope you're grateful for where you are, too, because it's right where you need to be. There's nowhere else to be except right here, right now. So feel into that. Feel into it. Feel into everything inside right now. And allow spirit to guide your next steps. You know, 
trust and know. And we're going to get more into diving into masculine and feminine energy because there is a certain polarity we can play together as actual men and women that is a dynamic that will empower the planet, really, when we begin to act in our characteristics. Um, you know, if you're a man, though, that wants to be a feminine woman, then that's what you'll be. But if you're a man that wants to be in your masculine with a feminine woman, that's a different story. If you're a woman that wants to be in your masculine, you know, then you'll find a feminine polarity. But this is how energy works. So we want to get into more how we can play into this dynamic a little, a little more in life and um, begin to truly... Um, move into the relationships that uh, are going to be powerful and um, uplifting and create um, value, value into the structure here and in uh, and, and this timeline and where we're going. Um, very important knowledge. And I think it's something we should be taught some, from children up, you know, how energy works, the science behind energy. And of course, it's always shifting and moving in that science. Um, but there's so much that's uncut that's not been um, taught and um, been left unsaid, and it causes a lot of confusion and a lot of um, just unnecessary uh, unnecessary pain and suffering, just because lack of knowledge, lack of understanding what energy really is, how it really works, masculine and feminine. And then the God spark, the God energy, the God force. So I love you guys. Till next time, check out that sidereal. Tell me what your north node is. I want to know. I'm actually very curious of everybody's north node at this point. <laughs> so as within, so without. As above, so below. Love is truly all that is. So be it. You are whole. You are complete. There is nothing missing. Just how can we integrate you in? How can we bring the shadows to light? Like the unconscious conscious daily. I love you guys. Peace.